Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in today. It's been over 2,000 years now since Mary, the incipient mother of our Lord, paid her visit to her cousin Elizabeth and felt the confirming witness of the Holy Spirit when they met. Yet the joyful, unending prophetic song she sang called the Magnificat still echoes in the heart chambers of God's people. While the original melody has been lost to the ages, the words have been put to music in several languages and have been sung through the centuries in both Catholic and Protestant worship service and for excellent reasons. This is one of the eight most ancient known hymns sung by the early church and is still relevant today. The words are found in the first chapter of Luke and were probably given to that evangelist by Mary herself. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all nations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done in me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath holpen his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever." This grand message, filled as it is with references to the similar song sung by Mary's long-deceased ancestor, Hannah, is without question an important event in the ministry of women in the Christian church when we properly define ministry as the work of conveying spiritual blessings and spiritual changes from one person to another. Surely if Mary should revisit our world today and offer to publicly rehearse these noble words, as well as enlighten us with the stories of the holy birth and childhood of our Savior? Well, she'd find a ready audience. No one knows precisely the age of the maiden at the time the Holy Spirit spoke these words through her. But based on what is known of Israelite customs of her time, she was probably in her early teens. And yet the language of the Magnificat reveals a knowledge in its few short verses of much of the Old Testament. It contains four primary themes. Mary first rejoices that she has been chosen to give birth to the long-promised Messiah, the national and universal deliverer. She gives glory to God for his power, holiness, and mercy. She looks forward to God working through this Messiah to transform the world, and she exalts God because he has been faithful to his long-ago promise to Abraham. The structure of the song parallels that of so many of the Psalms, especially as opening verses, which burst forth with beautiful, humble acknowledgement of God's profoundest blessing on the soul and spirit of those who worship Him. This likely 13- or 14-year-old girl shows herself already well instructed into the religious history and beliefs of her people, and her spontaneous, unrehearsed recital of that holy religion's deepest concepts is an unconscious demonstration of how divinely inspired were those who gave them to us hundreds and hundreds of years before her time. It's just too much to suppose that this peasant girl 
could constantly manufacture such lofty language and couch its compelling message in so few words. If ever God has spoken through lips of clay, Mary's Magnificat is an example of that speaking. The passions that flooded this young woman's heart that day surely were hers and hers alone. Many years lie between her time and ours, and none of us can share her unique place in the gospel story. But saints through the ages have not rejoiced merely in a reflected glory. Like those who celebrate Cleopatra or Helen of Troy, we can each have our own God-given personal revelation of destiny and have our souls thrilled with the same spirit of holy delight as quickened Mary's heart. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.